So this one's about what is karma. So karma is actually, if you want to put it in a couple of words, it's simply cause and effect. So you do something and you create a certain consequence, a natural consequence. And the interesting thing about karma is that actually it takes place instantaneously. The moment you do something, the effect takes place instantaneously. The thing is that we just often do not see it because the whole system of life is so complex that um, we sometimes do not see how what we did in one moment caused something in that same moment but often we just later on in our life we realize how this effect played out in the long term but karma really is just cause and effect one thing causes the other and on a whole level it just means that because with one action we create a certain effect this effect then will then change our desire so for example we we do some specific action and this action leads to um, effects that we didn't want then we will have the desire to do it differently in the next moment to do a different action and then we do this and then we see the consequences of this action and then it might still not be what exactly what we want so we keep readjusting we just keep readjusting we keep getting different desires based on what we do so our action actually creates the desire and then the desire again creates the action and it's really hard to actually say which comes first in this continuous process. So by doing we create desire and due to our desire we do things. And there you can see really clearly and very easily why the only escape from this is not doing anything because if you're not doing anything you're not creating additional desires and without additional desires you create less things that you want to do but then the desire can still remain even if you don't do something and then you have to realize that doing is not meant just on the physical level. Attaching to a thought, attaching to a certain way we want to have the world is also a doing. It's also an action. It's not an external action, it's an internal action, but it's still something we decide to do. It's still a decision. We take and that decision leads to 
the consequence that we suffer from afterwards. So action is not just meant in physical action, it's really meant in attaching to something, resisting something, judging something. These three um, elements are key in Buddhism, no? Non-attachment, non-judgment, and non-resistance. Because they all lead to the same thing, which is that they free us from our desires. So yes, that's kind of how it all all comes together, how it all um, makes sense in this aspect. And that is how we can understand um, understand karma. It is nothing, nothing um, spiritual in the end. It's 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 physics. It's physics of of the mind. It's physics of how this world functions. It's it's basic cause and effect logic. There's nothing superstitious about karma. There's nothing. Um, you don't need anything in addition to the normal rules of the of the world to um, to realize that karma exists. It's nothing spiritual in any way. It's just the realization that everything that we do has an effect, and that often, although the effect happens instantaneously, we usually don't see consequences of the effect until later so then we say after a couple of years oh karma strike back but actually it striked in the very moment that we did what we did we just didn't realize that it would have that consequence and in this way karma is not bad because karma creates our desires and our desires is the reason that we are here the whole process of life is based on on desires no once there's no desire anymore there's no life anymore once we don't have the desire to live anymore there's no life anymore so it's nothing evil although it does create all suffering but it also creates all our life so there's nothing evil about karma It's just the metaphysics of how it works. And it's the metaphysics of how life is created. Without desire, there would be no life. And life is not possible, therefore, without suffering. It's just not possible. It's, there's no way. And once you realize that, this gives you freedom and peace. Because you can distance yourself from this pursuit. This pursuit of needing more peace and more peace and more peace. You can just distance yourself from it and find peace and realize that 
it's an endless, meaningless thing, but that's how life gets created. So in a way, it's totally meaningless and it's incredibly meaningful because it's the process of creation is desire. Nothing was ever created without desire. And if we want creation, we need desire and we need suffering. So it's all the same process, the same metaphysics. There's no, um, no difference in the end between life, suffering and desire. It's all one. And the opposite then of life, suffering and desire in a way is peace, presence and being. Because they all just exist in and of themselves. They're unconditional. Whereas life and desire and suffering, they all condition upon each other. So they are creation while being is just existence. It's without anything. It could exist without creation. It would just be without anything else that would be there. So... Yes, it's a very fascinating topic. And it kind of guides us to what is the reality of our, our being. That life is desire and suffering. And they are together as two sides of the coin, inseparable. They just exist as they are. And the only way, obviously, out of this is being presence and just pure existence. Thank you.